It's Tuesday. You know what that means. 10-Minute Tuesday. Let's go, Mark. <laughs> That's right, Susie. So, yeah. we had an issue yesterday. We did. A little bit of... Actually, technically, we didn't have an issue. WePay had an issue. No, but we, but it, we take that personally. Yes, it affects it affects our retailers that we yep. care so much about. Correct. And um, the client success team takes it really personally. But anyway, the issue was at, at WePay, but it did uh, cause some issues in checkout for smart detailing websites. It got resolved relatively quickly, but it made me think of something that I thought was worth mentioning. Um, oftentimes, we talk about having multiple payment methods. So do you have... Uh, we pay set up. Do you also have PayPal set up? This is one of those examples where it's a good idea to have both because if you if there is something like a systematic issue with something like WePay, if you had PayPal connected, you, you've at least got some place to guide your customers to continue to check out. And of course, with PayPal, they can check out with any credit card just like they can uh, other things. And if you only have PayPal, which I never recommend because some consumers don't realize they can use any credit card and don't need PayPal confusing accounts and all that stuff. If you only have PayPal and something, there's an issue with PayPal, the same thing holds. So good idea to have two payment methods set up. Uh, WePay and, and PayPal are very simple to set up uh, both of them. So do both and have some backup in place. Yeah, absolutely. And and as a consumer, you know, we like options. So Correct. even if everything is running smoothly, options are great. Yeah. And bike geeks are notorious for hiding money in their PayPal accounts. And so that's another good reason to have it in case in case they've squirreled away some money in their PayPal account, you want them to be able to use that at your store. I just have a bank account that only I can see, Mark. I don't know. I, I've heard that. I don't have a PayPal account <laughs> or a Venmo account with money squirreled away. In. Mm-mm. No. Uh, I mean, I, well, I guess I technically do, but that's, <laughs> I get, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, speaking of WePay, Mm-hmm. Another little thing came up that we actually didn't know. Um, when you're a merchant and you need some reporting on WePay, typically you're just looking at the last 30 days because you're just reconciling the month. Um, and there is there looks to be a way to get as much reporting as you want, 90 days, uh, a year, whatever. But turns out that didn't work. And merchants are actually limited to 30 days worth of reporting. So um, we are not, though. We can Our client success team can reach out to WePay and request whatever link the report you want. So again, typically 30 days is plenty. You're just getting the report for the last month of sales. But if you happen to want more than that, you want a quarter or you want the last year for some reason, just email uh, support at Smart Detailing or call the client success team and they can help you out with that. Awesome. I love when we get to learn together. It's very exciting. Yes, it is. It's good to learn things. And I think, you know, the more we use it, we pay, uh, how long have we had we pay? A year or two? Big, Long, I, sh- I should know pause. this. <laughs> I, know, I was like, <laughs> I should know this. Oh, uh, yeah, a couple years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's you know it's technology, and there's always there's always moving parts in technology. So it's good we find these things out. We always update the help center when that happens mm-hmm. um, in our internal documentation. So again, if anything comes up and you need a year's worth of reporting, uh, do that. Obviously, we're asking them to fix that issue because it does look to be an error in the reporting system. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to get it fixed one way or the other but if you need that in the meantime let us know cool well not related again looking for that transition that doesn't exist <laughs> i don't know why i do this we only have 10 minutes we don't have time <laughs> for good transitions between every waste of time <laughs> um uh i mean i guess so sale pricing um yep. 
a lot of retailers are holding sales right now, but also so are brands and suppliers um, in some capacity. So I think we have some notes around supplier sync promo pricing. Yeah. So specialized right now, I think either right now or just yeah. finished, whatever, there's a sale going on. And they, um, when those sales are public facing, they will often send us promotional pricing in the supplier sync data feed that we get from them. And the way a merchant can enable that is in the supplier slash brand or brand supplier, supplier brand settings and supplier sync at the bottom, there's promo pricing. When you enable that promo pricing, it only affects products that you don't already have in stock or mapped in your POS system. And so in other words, if you don't really ever stock downhill mountain bikes, but Specialized puts one on sale, that pricing would show up if you've enabled promo pricing. But if you have something like uh, a Roubaix that you always have in stock and Specialized puts it on sale, that promo pricing is not going to affect that because it's in your POS data. So you need to update that POS data to reflect those sale prices. And so that's the tip here is when these sales happen, go ahead and get that updated in the point of sale system for the the products you stock. That promo is built to handle those items that you don't typically have in stock, but you certainly want to show your customer base that are on sale because they might be excited about it. And you can sell that uh, bike that's sitting in a warehouse somewhere without having to actually pay for it until you sell it. Yeah, exactly. Great. Yeah. POS, POS pricing is always king, queen, you know. Correct. It's the source of truth. It is the source of truth. That sounds yeah. very mystical. There you go. I'm, I'm not mystical at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it is important. And we, we do that for a really key reason. And that is that merchants need to maintain POS pricing anyway for the mm-hmm. store. And so... You know, we don't want to make you do that in more than one place. So but make sure that POS pricing's up to date for all sorts of reasons, but not the least of which is when things are on sale. Yeah, absolutely. So talking about suppliers, I mean, I think we all know that suppliers are carrying a little bit more inventory than maybe they have over the past, you know, I guess almost three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have some ways that retailers can kind of capitalize on that with maybe not having to, no, can capitalize on that. Yeah, and, and that main way is what we call supplier fulfillment, um, also known as drop shipping. So for Trek Specialized, HLC and QBP in the U.S. and Live to Play Sports and HLC in Canada, those suppliers are integrated with the Smarty Town website for professional level packages so that if you want them to pick, pack, and ship an item for you in an order, then all you have to do is press a button in the order and it sends it over to those suppliers. That becomes particularly useful in today's market because, as you mm-hmm. mentioned, they're carrying more inventory than they have in a while. So are retailers, but nobody can have everything. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's uh, that means consumers have some choice that they haven't had recently, and you want to be able to capture those sales. So having those technologies in place, if you happen to work with one of those suppliers, means you can capture those sales rather than the consumer going, oh, well, they don't have it. Let me just go somewhere else. It helps you capture those sales, and it's it's quite efficient from a, an infrastructure standpoint because that's one order that you're going to capture that you don't have to necessarily go find on your shelf, box up, put postage on it, and get it shipped somewhere. The suppliers can handle that for you. If you're on a pro-level website that's included on our side, some of the suppliers do charge a small fee for processing those orders, but again, it's a deal because it's not your labor and it's not your boxes and packaging. Um but if you on a pro-level website, it's included. If you want to get set up with it, let us know. We'll guide you through that. If you're not on a pro-level website, 
um, reach out to us at info at smartdetailing.com. We'll walk you through that. And if you want to give it a shot, then we'll help. You know, we'll, we, I'm sure we've got a promo or can come up with something to encourage somebody on local or even one of the older legacy packages like basic to upgrade to pro and give that a try and see if that can make a difference in your business coming into spring. When we do know there's a lot of inventory out there, consumers have choice. It really helps you be a better choice in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And now's really a good time to, you know, kind of figure out possibly that new process. My assistant is yelling at me for no reason. I, I think I think the cat is voicing its support for drop shipping. Yes, it's a big supporter of the local bike shop. Well, that's the way their world works. Uh, the cat meows. You put food in the bowl, give them a treat, pet them. It's immediate gratification. That's kind of what drop shipping is for your Yes, exactly. <laughs> I am the supplier of cat food. Correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of taking on new things, we are still, you know, it's January 24th. We're still in kind of like the new you, near you. <laughs> Those words are not working for me. <laughs> new year, new you. I don't know about you. I'm not working out anymore, but I'm I'm spending more money on workout clothes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway um homepage refreshes it sounds like we really have we've got some retailers really asking about ways to kind of freshen things up on their websites show something new that's a good way to put it too the new new year new you thing neither one of us can say it <laughs> same same thing seems to be applying to websites and, and of course we're always encouraging that in, in technology time moves at a much faster pace than in the regular world if you haven't updated your website in three or four years from a structural standpoint? In other words, what template are you on? Um, how is the layout sitting? That stuff changes from a best practice standpoint. And then our side changes because if you're on the Dawn template, that was one of our first responsive templates back in 2017. We've built new templates that are just that are just upgraded technology. Um, and it's not that hard to get, the, get moved over. As always, Merchants can do that themselves. It's pretty easy to go template publisher, preview a new template, push publish if you like it. We can also help with that with simple template swap programs. But like you mentioned, we've been doing a lot of homepage makeovers, which is when we let our content, our creative team get in there and just make things modern, get things up to speed with best practice, make sure there's no glaring ADA errors, contrast, et cetera. Uh, those projects aren't terribly expensive, so if you have questions about that, let us know. They make a big difference in the performance of the website. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of the menagerie you have in the background. <laughs> Sorry. The number of pets in the U.S. in households has gone up a staggering amount yes. during COVID. We mm -hmm. were wondering, does that change the number of shop dogs that are out there? God, I hope so. I yeah. love a shop dog. So a little bit about Smarty Tailing. We do kind of announce to the company when a new, um, a, a retailer goes live with a new website. Um, and we love to share it and and be excited for the retailer and we get to check out their website. Mm -hmm. But when there is a shop dog on that website, reaction like no other. Nothing compares. <laughs> just unwavering support for that retailer. Uh, take that into consideration. And as a shopper, I'm also like, you have a shop dog? Can I come? <laughs> uh, Watts was a shop dog for Aww. a brief period of time during Maybe. my during my sabbatical from Smarty Taylor. He was a shop <laughs> dog for about three months, I think. You're an excellent shop dog. He was pretty young. He was young. And um, it's funny. I've got a picture of him laying on the black carpet and you can barely see him. Because, you know, his fur is all a little void. You can only see yeah. that where around his beard where it's mm -hmm. kind of rust colored. 
I'm, see, I'm looking picture. at that a photo of him right now with his little his little yeah, yeah. beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. He had a buddy too. The 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 store owner had a dog named Christopher. So Watts and Christopher were good buddies. I like when they have like real human names. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I've got Noodle over here starting to push things around on my desk. So I think that's probably the end of Ten Minute Tuesday. Oh, good. Well, this is good information. If anybody has questions, as always, let us know. We'll dig in and figure out the answers to them. And um, uh, talk about what you guys want us to talk about. Otherwise, Susie, I guess I'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah, we'll see you then.